Just want to let you guys know that we still have the pod pack up. Um, that is in combination with Bald Move and some other podcasts. All you have to do is go over to Indiegogo and type in pod pack and it will pop up or go to tinyurl slash perfectly honest. Uh, you can get our podcasts along with Bald Moves and Jay, Jack, and Nick's Game of Thrones podcast all in a pack for $4. Or you can get all the podcasts produced by multiple different uh, members of the community. Only $9. What a value. And that goes to a great charity. Um, once again, if you want to see that, go over to Indiegogo and type in PodPack or go to tinyurl.com slash perfectlyhonest. Guaranteed to cure your Game of Thrones hangover. And welcome to another episode of To Be Perfectly Honest. I'm Corey. I'm Anel. And this week we're doing our season seven wrap up and our future predictions for next season. So Anel, we did that podcast about seven, but what did you really think about it? I liked it. I thought it wrapped up a lot of loose ends towards the end of the season without uh, leaving us on a cliffhanger, which who, who loves a cliffhanger? No one. I mean, I mean, I do, knew- but not not for that long. I mean, that's ridiculous. We all knew that the wall was going to come down eventually, right? Yeah, I mean, I thought it was going to come down a lot earlier. Well, but- not come down, but I thought they were going to get past it at least. Yeah. Well, we saw them go past. Yeah, I'm just saying. I didn't think the wall was actually going to come down. I thought they were just going to be like boop boop doop, boop boop. Well, yeah, I guess. In retrospect, we all knew that they were going to get past the wall somehow. Not necessarily that it would come down. And yeah, if, well, yeah. Um, yeah, I felt pretty similar. Um, we had a lot of stuff wrapped up, so I felt like it was a good conclusion to the season. I do feel like there is this notable lacking next couple episodes. Um, we usually have 10 episodes. We only got seven this year. While they were a little bit longer, and I did like I did notice the finale was longer, but I still feel like we needed a couple episodes. Um, especially when I woke up on Sunday and was like, "Where the fuck's my Game of Thrones?" <laughs> <laughs> right. I felt like um, episode wise, they covered a lot of ground. I didn't feel like we were lacking information because of the lack of episodes. I did feel like we were lacking weeks, you know? I wanted yeah. it to last longer, but uh, the quality and the content, I felt like, were substantial. But let me ask you this. Do you feel like that because that's what we're used to? Or taking into consideration the fact that it will be over next season? Don't make me cry. I know, I'm just saying. Don't, like, say, the, don't so, say those words out loud, Corey. <laughs> do there's not. so much left to do. And yet, lest you forget, like, there's only going to be seven episodes next season, too, right? So, like, I think seven six. episodes and it's over. I think it's six. Oh, my God. Don't even say that. Don't even tell me <laughs> that. It, it's ridiculous. Um, I don't know how they're going to cram all of it in without it just seeming... I, like, I feel like I'm going to have to take a volume next season every episode because i that should I'm be gonna kind have to of take podcast a, with you i'm gonna have to take 
I'm going to be like, I have to get FMLA. Just get Milk of the Poppy. Make <laughs> yourself feel better. Yeah, real interesting podcast, folks, next season. Um, <laughs> essentially going to be on heroin. <laughs> Things are going to go real downhill. Um, yeah, so I, I did really like it, though. Um, milk of the Poppy is opium. Heroin's made from poppies, isn't it? I don't no, know. it's an opioid, isn't it? This podcast is taking a change for the worst. I don't do enough drugs for this podcast. <laughs> <clears throat> um, okay, so we kind of concluded throughout the episode last time some main questions that I had, but I'd like to summarize them in this one just to put in a nice little bow, if you're okay with that. Okay, so one of my first questions was, um, where is Jamie going to be going? And what is Cersei planning on doing with him? Like, we see him basically get into a lover's qual with her, where she threatens to kill him, and then he's like, oh yeah, bitch, you gonna kill me? Doubt it. And walks out. We see that cute little snowflake land on his hand. So And cute. then he's off. And so you kind of had alluded before, and correct me if I'm wrong, but you think he's gonna take the troops and still march down? Or just go by himself? Um, I think he's headed north to fulfill his promise and, uh, whether or With not... With troops or no? I don't know, because, um... I felt like the... it was going more rogue agent. It, it seemed that way, but at the same time, how... I mean, the last time that the leaders of these, you know, the leader, the le- the leader of the pack, <laughs> the last time that the leaders, uh, the troops saw Jamie, he was directing them to head north to meet up with uh John and Danny and everybody. So but the fact that he's all in black, he's on a black horse and everything means anything everything in Martin's world. Maybe he is going road rogue. Yeah, I, I feel like he's going completely by himself. I don't think he is going to risk having a bunch of people that are treasonous to his purpose after he was baptized by the snowflake oh so he's changed sides he's a change man he no longer loves his sister well how about this what about braun braun's pledged to jamie and now jamie's changed sides so i don't think that braun's gonna stay with cersei when she was threatening to well i think braun is an opportunist and i think that while he definitely goes with the team that he thinks he's gonna you know, get the most out of. He has to have someone that's not going to kill him. <laughs> and uh, he also has to remember have the... someone who's going to be alive to pay him. Yeah, he also has someone that can agree to um, act with him in the same scene. So I really doubt that he's going to be working with her. Oh, just saying. Don't try to cheat your way in speculation. Um, for those of you did, that didn't know, um, the actors that play Circe and Bran, um, Bran, um, actually have an agreement in their contracts that they are not to act together because they're best lovers. So, um, probably not going to see them too much together. So I highly doubt that we are going to see him on that side for long. Um, I think he can see that, yeah, maybe this isn't the best idea because, Cersei doesn't give a shit how she's going to win. She doesn't give a shit about the people. That's one of the main differences, I think, about Danny and Cersei. They both want to do whatever they can to win, but Cersei's willing to use every single person in her position to do it, where Danny actually gives a shit. So. So, 
Do you think Cersei's gonna make it all the way to the end game? Alive? Um <laughs> I don't know. I don't even I don't even I have no fathomable clue of what is gonna be the what's gonna be the first half of this well we'll get into this, but what is gonna be the first half of this next season? I mean, we know what the end is, right? No, we don't. The great battle. It has to be the it Night's could be King the beginning. and the final play. And then the end could be something totally... Completely different. Yep. Who knows? What if they hire David Lynch to <laughs> do the end of um, No, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> we will not be doing that. <laughs> no mixing of the directors. The oh, King. Log Lady showed up. <laughs> She's the she's the third dragon rider. Cersei. <laughs> Cersei, my log. <laughs> the dragon's coming. <laughs> I'm dying. <laughs> That's too soon. Uh, okay. Um okay, so my next big question is what is next for Arya? Is she going to be wearing a little finger's face and is she going oh, to go in fucking assassin mode? Is everyone going to go in assassin mode? Is she just going to help with the Night's King for the time being? What do you feel like? She's for sure going to be wearing Littlefinger's face. 100%. And I think she's going to use it to um, get Cersei. Yeah, I feel like um, just as Jon Snow was so... With the characteristics of Ned, so truthful to a fault... He can't even tell a lie to his enemy. Um, I feel like Arya is going to be able to take that burden off of him and go and do a sneak, a sneak, and a stabby stab. The burden off of who? Um, John. So while John thinks he has this agreement with Cersei, um, that doesn't really hold well or true to Arya. Arya works in the shadows, and I don't feel like she particularly has any... um, I guess abilities that really suit her to fighting the undead, the whites and the white walkers. Um, you know what I mean? She's, she's really more about political. Like she's she about could... stealth and being hidden, and that's not going to happen. It's either you're dead or you're not, and she can't. <laughs> I don't think she can pull off being dead. Um, but who knows? Well, we have more than just uh, the army of the undead. We still have the political battles, and I think she'll assert herself really well into that. I do too, but don't you think everyone at Winterfell is going to be basically gung-hoing for this army with the dead coming on their doorsteps? Well, so do you think she's leaving is what I'm saying. Oh, um, I don't know when she's going to be leaving, but I think I see her leaving. Um, she still has unfinished business with Melisandre. She still has unfinished business with the Hound. Mm-hmm. And I think we saw a little uh, foreshadowing in this last episode. You know, with Brienne kind of filling the hound in on how she was doing. Mm-hmm. So, for sure. Um, I see her even making her way to King's Landing. Whether it be as Arya or as somebody else. But we'll see her wear some some faces for sure. And she made sure that there was a slit just in the neck for Littlefinger. And mm-hmm. I don't think it was just a callback to Catelyn. It was like, let's preserve this face. Oh, that's a nice face. Yeah, for sure. Um, Yeah, I I have a feeling there's going to be a a nice, quick little reunion before shit goes haywire. And in the midst of the chaos, I think Arya's going to 
escape out the back and she's going to make her way into King's Landing because she probably is going to realize that's the only thing that she can really do to help them. Um, or maybe that they'll see the betrayal and she'll sneak off and do that. I'm not sure how that's going to work. Do you think both uh, Arya and Sansa live to the end? I don't know. I don't think so. I love, love, love Sophie Turner, but Sansa's going to die. Um, I don't know. We'll see. She has to be Lady of Winterfell. Like, someone has to bring that on, don't you think? Well, she's the. <clears throat> there's two girls. Do you really think that Arya is going to sit around and be a mom? No, but of all of the Starks, Sansa has been the most, the least useful. You say that, but she also saved John's life. She did. She also orchestrated fucking what's his face to be but dead. Do we even know that John can really be killed at this point? He just keeps on coming back. He's poised for battle, somehow narrowly misses death. He's been stabbed in the heart. He's should have had uh, terminal hypothermia. I mean, yeah, he should have died I'm, in childbirth. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm just saying there's two Stark girls left. Arya's not the one that's going to sit around and make ten babies so there can still be Stark. So. Well... Unless there's the end of all the, like, maybe all the houses I mean, die. And maybe that's that. And the only thing that's left is a Targaryen. What about Targaryen her, slash Stark slash Targaryen uh, baby. What about her boo Baratheon? Baratheon Snow. Or Bar- Baratheon. The dude with the hammer. Oh. What's. That's Sansa? Gendry. No. no. That's Arya's boo. Remember he was like, oh, you don't look like a boy to me. Yeah, but I don't, I don't feel like that was, like, sexual. I mean, they were super young, so that's probably... I true. mean, aside from... Aside from Danny and John, who have you really seen hot for anybody Considering that, show? I'm pretty sure he was probably just written into the show just to do a long-distance run. Like, I don't feel like he's really going to be <laughs> around so too you, much longer. So you did feel like Gendry was kind of like a... Just a fill-in character. Yeah, I feel like he probably was not supposed to be there. I haven't finished the books, but I kind of get that feeling. Yeah, I definitely felt like if if he was a major part of the books, the show did not do him much justice. justice. No, definitely not. So now that the Ice King is marching south, what is his next movement? Do you think he's going to be going straight for Winterfell, that kind of way? Or is he going to be kind of marching down south? Uh, the way I see it is he is going to proceed to the Castle Black and uh, attack all of the Night's Watch. So he's just going to go perpendicular to the wall? Yeah. Or parallel to the wall, rather. Par- parallel, yeah. yeah. Um, I The way I see it is as he's heading down south, he's not going to skip around. He's going to try to collect as many men for his army as he can. And not only that, the... Only people who have spent their lives um, basically in search of destroying him are the um, Night's Watch. (laughs) So why wouldn't you kill your enemies on your way to conquer the world? Well, that's where the, I don't know, to me personally, it's like, if the dragons are going to be there, 
Danny's going to be there, the Unsullied, Dothraki, and the North, and the Night's Watch. They're going to Winterfell. But don't you feel like, okay, so, okay, so let's assume you're right, and they march left, (laughs) too. I'm not saying that that makes sense for them to have to go left, but it makes sense for them to take out all of the Night's Watch, because those are the people that are expecting them, or waiting on them to um, try to defeat them. Mm-hmm. I just and protect the realms of men. It seems it seems precarious because, like I said, you know, I would think that if they're going to be marching, I mean, they're going to be able to march a little bit faster. Granted, because they're undone, they can just march forever. But don't you think that instead of staying at Winterfell, waiting for something to come to Winterfell, that the armies that gather at Winterfell are going to march towards Eastwatch as well, and that they'd meet in the middle? And not only is there heavy fortification from the wall there, which still has magic that they can't penetrate into. So, like, if they go into the wall, like, the undead can't get there, right? Unless they have the dragon put a hole through it again. The castles all face north. And they're not um, built to where... um, they're defended from the south. So mm-hmm. if they come around and do an attack from behind, then it'd be pretty easy for them to kill all those people. Plus, did you see how they ran at Hartholm? If the Night's Watch is not expecting them, so like if there's not a raven that can beat <laughs> the speed, um, like if Tormund can send a raven, I don't think he's going to send a raven. It'll be faster than, yeah. you know, than that. So who knows? But I don't see them just being like, well, let's skip over the only people here that are are, are enemies that we know of. Okay, so let's assume that you're right. Okay, they get over there and there's no dragons or anything there. They kill everyone there. They're all dead. Then what are they doing? Are they going to Winter Hell? Or are they going (laughs) down to... Yeah, they're going to go to Winterfell. Yeah, like, okay, I I disagree. I feel like that's going to be... I think that the armies are going to try to move and attack them, and they're probably going to get beat down pretty hard, and then they're just going to What armies? Out. All the armies. Jamie and... No, like I every- mean, Jamie is one person from the south. That's yeah. the only defector. But I'm saying all of the Unsullied, all of the Dothraki, all of the Northerners, all of them attacking, they're probably going to get beat down pretty bad, and then bingo bango they're gonna escape with their lives and come back to fight another day they're gonna discover something on how to injure the night king or something <clears throat> but they're gonna escape so you early. just see them going right into battle with the lannister army and they unsullied and the lannisters won't be there they're not gonna be there we've already discussed that i mean cersei's already a crazy bitch who's not gonna do that so she's already canceled everything it sounds like it Hot take. I mean, doesn't it doesn't it sound like there's not a single fucking person from Lannister Army is going to show up there? Well, besides Jamie, she said that she was hiring the um, Golden Cloaks from Essos, mm-hmm. and that Euron was going to go take them. So, I don't have any reason, or there's no evidence either way for me to say 
yeah, they're staying or yeah, they're going because... Well, why do you think... Okay, so if that is the case, let's pretend that she was going to get the gold cloaks to come over and she was going to send the Lannister army. Why would she say any of that in front of Jamie? Why wouldn't she just let Jamie go ahead and plan out what he was planning and do that? And when he came back, she'd be like, oh, and by the way, I'm a treasonous cunt. I have the gold cloaks and now we're going to murder our enemies. Why would she go, oh, you are stupid? Oh, because she thought he was going to go along with it like he always does. I don't know. I feel like I don't think there's going to be any fucking Lannister people there. I think they're going to go there. They're going to be like, oh, the undead are fucking marching toward us. Where's the Lannisters? And then Jamie's going to be like, just me. My bum hand. Yeah, I don't have any. I There's no evidence for me to say either way because I, I really don't know if the Lannister armies are notified of that because before she came in and told Jamie all that, he was telling him, like, look, we need to hurry up. We don't have three days or we don't have a fortnight. Mm-hmm. We only have three days. We got to get A, B, C, D, E, F, G ready. And then that's when Cersei's like, oh, I need to talk to you. So for all we know, they could have already like headed people out that direction and then Jamie just ride off and, you know, meet them. But, you know, maybe Cersei has like a walkie talkie. <laughs> she just radios. Um, everything's Kyburn's canceled. Like, I, I know I brought back someone from the dead, but this is my best thing. <laughs> walkie talkie <laughs> she attaches a raven to the end of the scorpion and yeah. just like shoots it <laughs> like <laughs> lightning <laughs> speed <laughs> so i yeah. don't know but um well i mean that kind of gets into the conundrum i have is if they don't show up doesn't the north just fucking realize hey we just got betrayed hardcore like what is to stop Danny from? I mean, essentially, Danny, the whole thing that scares the shit out of fucking Cersei is those dragons. Am I right? Um, yeah. Not so much the fucking armies that she has, which, I mean, yes, that does add to it, but it's the fucking dragons. And the second that she finds out she's betrayed, don't you think? And let's let's just say, fucking Jon Snow gets hurt after she's so in love with him. Don't you think she's going to go mad queen and fucking run down there and burn the fucking daylights out of them? Like, that seems like a horrible plan. Well... On Cersei's part. I just don't understand it. I I really don't think... I think Cersei feels like she's untouchable. And, you know, just like Jamie's like, you know... Oh, I forgot what he said, but she's like... I plan to be amongst the living. You know, it's like she doesn't feel like she can be touched. Like she feels above that. Like she has enough money and enough power that she can protect herself. Mm-hmm. She has the mountain. She has Kyburn. You know, now she has a baby. So she's super in protective mode, mama bear. But um, I don't see Danny. I, I see that. Danny and John's alliance, I mean, they've consummated their incest. <laughs> so I don't see John giving up uh, on fighting the undead. And since Danny is now in love with him, I don't see her abandoning him, even if she has a grudge against the 
against Cersei. I don't see her going into full mad queen mode without Jon being like, yo, no, there's a bigger, there's honor here. Oh, yes. And she's like, shut up. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Yeah. I, I, I don't know, big question mark on that one. Um, okay. Do you think that John's position change, being that he is actually Aegon Targaryen and the rightful heir to the Iron Throne, do you think that's going to change the dynamic between him and Danny at I all? I can't wait to see how this plays out. I cannot wait. You know, initially I was like number one fan of Danny. You know, when she like rise, rises out of the fire and those little dragons are hatched and they jump on her shoulder. And I was like, yeah, I can't wait to see her. But now she's just like annoying and entitled. And like if she has one more damn name, I mean, come on. Yeah. I almost want to like fast forward through it when she's like, I'm the unbent, the blah, 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 the blonde, da, incest queen. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> I do think that that being said, it is going to change the dynamic once she finds out that he's um, actually the true heir to the Iron Throne and it's not her any longer. I don't think it's going to be something where she like, tries to murder him or anything like that but i just can't wait for her to be pushed off of her high horse i'm almost wondering if <clears throat> so don't get me wrong i think for sure you know she's wanted this power but i don't necessarily think if, if they're okay with the incest which they're targaryen right so oh yeah, well i mean it's too late now right no going back <clears throat> oh takes backsies takes back to the baby um it's like a flashback like oh it was a dream um this is my thing is yes she is deservingly probably she's done all this work she fucking hatched the dragons she said herself what are what would be the targaryens without the fucking dragons um but it's like let's just forget too like um if she's hooking up with fucking Aegon, then She's the queen. So she's still the fucking queen. Like, I don't know. I don't see a huge problem with it. Yeah. I don't see, I don't see John at all wanting, John, I feel like would be the most like fucked up over. Mm -hmm. He'd be like, oh, damn, now I'm the king of the. If you look at almost like the way that like the British, um, ruling system has been set up where like yes there's a king and a queen but the queen mother still seems to have a lot of that power if that makes any sense mm-hmm. um i think maybe that's gonna be the same thing too where like yeah there's a king john you know definitely to be feared um and makes a lot of decisions and goes into battle but i think the queen is kind of the 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 matriarchy of that top of the pyramid. And he's kind of more like the, maybe the top general of war kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So I think that'll be interesting. But do you think that uh, with all the foreshadowing of Danny, I can't have kids. I can't There's have kids. already a baby popping out. That's the first <laughs> she, thing we're going to see. She is got that pregnant. One. The minute he knocked on that door, mm-hmm. she was like, Oh, pregnant. Speaking of that, knocking on the door, um, Hodor, no. Um, <laughs> what did you think of Tyrion creepily outside of the cabin during the boat sex? 
Um, I just thought that Tyrion knows how well um, all love affairs end in Westeros, and that is horribly. And I think he just is like, not again. I don't see it being as jealous. I don't see it being as he double-crossed anyone or is planning on it. I So this is how I see it. I don't think that in that moment he's thinking about double-crossing. I think what it does is that it puts doubts in his mind about his position and Danny's kind of group of advisors. Um, he used to be kind of the one that she listened to about everything. Up until she got over here, John pops over and bangity-bangity, fucking done. And we have to remember, too, before this, when did we see Tyrion and John? When John was first going to the wall, and he was kind of a snot-nosed, little bratty bastard, Tyrion doesn't realize all the experience that he has and wisdom that he's gained. And I think that's kind of unfair, but it also puts him kind of at this, like, uh, oh no. Um, and the other thing, too, is, like, Tyrion's point of view, yeah, like, everyone who falls in love, it's not a good thing. Like, it makes you weak, it makes you stupid, the person's going to betray you. But it's like, <laughs> Tyrion's been falling in love with whores. Like, you know, everyone around him well is that's... fucking their... Well, I guess whatever. <laughs> I don't know. I just think they're actually truly in love. I think it's a good thing. Do you think that they should form an alliance? Who? Danny and John. Well, they're already aligning a lot, I well, think. Well, I mean, like, officially get married. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they will. And we, oh man, we all know how weddings go in Westeros right. too. I can't wait. Just don't do it at your in-laws. Do you think Danielle will get stabbed in her stomach while she's pregnant? No. Just like. No. And John Talise. doesn't promise to anyone else. They're not going to go get married. They're not like, oh, hey, Night's King. Um, hey, uh, can we get married over beyond the wall? Is that cool? You're okay with that all of a sudden? Oh, okay. Yeah, cool. Oh, hey, big dinner. Great. Oh, you're going to make a speech? He's going to perform the wedding. <laughs> like, um, no. Like, it's going to be small fucking ceremony. Maybe they'll do it by the w- werewood in the middle of the night with the dragons there. Like, nice, The dragons small. will be the candles. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I just, I, I don't think it's good. Um, that Tyrion's looking like that. Now, I think all this doubt in his mind and all this is going to play into kind of what I think I have been picking up on this entire season. And that is him having so much doubt and kind of not the the end game, not what he's wanting to do, but like the way to get there. We saw how he looked at the battle on um, Blackwater um, Rush, where... Lannister people were just being burnt alive um and he walks in the you know the field and with all the ashes of human remains and he sees um uh is it Randall Tarly get burned alive with his son yeah Randall and Dick um <clears throat> so we see that and we, I think we just see all of this like oh my god I don't think he has the constitution to actually carry out these plans anymore and I think especially after meeting with Cersei and learning that she's having a kid, um, you know, I think it's okay for him to fucking say, fuck Cersei, but when you have an innocent child, and actually it's one of the only Lannister children that can be about, right? Um, yes, this baby is essentially Cersei's shield from her own family 
yeah. so that they don't betray her. Because no matter how they feel about her, they can't they're going to have baby. that strong... Um, they are brought up to be family first, you know, and um, the fact that before she shared with Tyrion that she was pregnant, he was saying, you know, I love them, you know, regarding his niece and his nephew. So do you think he's really going to let Cersei get burned alive or... No, Something and that's why I think this is definitely playing into part. I think all of this is coming to a head because he really doesn't have that much time to process it. <clears throat> and I think Tyrion's the thinker, and I don't think he's someone that just automatically is like, my honor says I can't do this. It's like he has to gnaw on it in his head until he's so fucking guilty. Like his dad. He could have killed his dad at any time, and it's just until he got pushed off right to the limit that he did it. Like, same thing. I think... He's not going to be able to betray anybody or these group of friends because he knows it's the right thing until the very last moment. So who knows? We'll see. Or maybe he'll just go and take the baby and kill a bitch. But I don't know. I don't like the way he looks. It do you think makes that? Do you see? Do you see Tyrion making it to the end? No. You see him dying. Yep. Yeah, I do see him dying. I know that's not a popular theory, but, um, yeah, I don't see it. Do you see these tears? No, <laughs> I don't. I didn't say Jamie. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I feel like maybe this is just me being a little bitchy, but I feel like Tyrion's a little stale of a character right now. Like, I just get from him, you know, we had the whole... He was a really interesting character in the beginning. And then once the shit happened with Shay and his father, he basically just drank himself all the way over to Essos. And then the entire time there, he was just like a captive. And then like somehow miraculously gets into the advising group with um, Danny. And then from there, it's like he's just made bad decisions. And he seems mopey. He's drinking again. I don't really understand his motivation. He drinks and he knows things. Yeah, that's his I mean, motivation. He used to, and now I think he's just drunk. But yeah, I don't know. I think he is a little style of a character. The much much more interesting male Lannister to me right now is Jamie. Jamie's character is very, very, very mm. interesting to me. Very interesting to me. Mm. Um, no, but you know what I mean. I I I think there's a lot to play with. Um, lots to play with. I don't. I don't don't know try to rope me in. Um. So, yeah, I don't know. I, I feel like at this point, who knows? But I really don't know. That's what I'm saying. Mm, Jamie. Mm. We all know that. Um, <laughs> no, okay. I ship Jamie and Brienne. And so him going north and Brienne going north, man, I cannot tell you the only woman that can take jamie from me is brienne of toth uh, you don't think um you don't think brienne and what's his face um i mean i just uh can tell by the way she looks at him Tormund, that that's uh, not Tormund does not float her boat jamie okay. floats all boats <laughs> <laughs> If you say so. <clears throat> Jamie, um, does, Jamie doesn't float your boat? Oh, he all does. Yeah, I just don't know <laughs> floats everyone's boat. Um, 
Okay, so then let's get... We're going to... This is going to be a couple questions that are a little bit more, like, esoteric. Mm, Not so, like, oh, based on the evidence that you've seen here before, blah, blah, blah. This is, like, what do you think? Okay, so the first one is pretty light and happy. Um, Do you think that SS ever has winter? I... I'm pretty sure I was doing research for something and found out that it did have a winter, at, but it was like way, 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 way long time ago. So it but, eventually um, happens kind of thing. <clears throat> I think I'm not ruling it out that it can't, but I don't see the Night's King being able to cross water. You don't think he can get on a ship? Nope. don't think he can get on a dragon or fly? Nope empirical evidence (laughs) (laughs) i thought you said this had no evidence um no i think i mean yeah he can get on a dragon and fly but how many of those things can come uh, with him i remember all he has to do is raise his finger and then all the dead people pop up so yeah i guess if he's over there with a if he's over there with a dragon that can freeze someone with or what if he freezes what if he just has the dragon freeze the ocean and they walk along oh like um Terabithia. Like, like, <laughs> I was thinking like, like um, never mind what I was thinking. It doesn't really matter. But <laughs> Siberian land bridge. Just trust me okay. on this. You don't want me to go down <laughs> okay. that rabbit hole. But um, did we ever determine if that's like blue fire or if it's like something else? No, and that goes on my ne- next kind of esoteric question. What do you think is more powerful, regular-ass fire or that blue-ass fire? Um, I've had some time to think about this, and I'm going to say the blue fire. I'm going to agree. I think we witnessed how powerful it was by bringing down the wall. And I think it maybe even, let's just say for argument's sake, that they're the same amount. That dragon fucking had that fire going a lot longer, it seems like, than any of the other dragons can. Yeah, it didn't have to, like, really take a breath. And... Probably because it's dead. <laughs> yeah. Good call, Corey. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I think even though it's just one dragon, we might have a... Although it's the weak one of the weaker dragons. Drogon's still big daddy. Big daddy dragon. Um, another question that's kind of esoteric about dragons... All my esoteric questions are about dragons. Do dragons have sexes? And this is a leading question. Do dragons have sex? Like, are they male and female? Yeah. Um, I mean, I've never really thought about it. I mean... I I don't know, because uh, I feel like there's okay. a reason you're asking me this, and um, I feel like my first instinct would be to say yes, but then, I mean, there's so many other things in this show. So this is been... my question. If there is a difference between sex of dragons, right, and they produce that way, wouldn't you think that out of three eggs that there would have been one female or one male, whatever it is, wouldn't you think we would have seen the difference also, maybe the difference is the size. So Drogon's a big old fucking dragon. The other two dragons were small. Do you think it's possible that we might have baby dragons? I 
I think that you're trying to prejudge gender roles. And that's not yes. very progressive of oh you, Corey. Oh, my God, I know. How did I fall into that trap? <laughs> um, <laughs> dragon gender roles. I mean, Drogon um, could be a fucking female and be a big old woman. I'm just saying, like, do you think... Drogon needs to eat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I just feel like, hmm, maybe... It's kind of sad that, like, when all these dragons are gone, like, once again, dragons are gone for the world, like... Or is that going to be a heritage for the possible Targaryen offspring? I don't think that these are truly the last three dragons. I think that... Yeah, I do believe that they're the last three dragons, but not the last three dragon eggs. I bet you there's eggs somewhere else that just have to come across the right hands. Oh, so like blood sacrifice, you know, that's pretty common, right? Mm -hmm. Okay, It is. It is an Essos and and Planetos, apparently. But um, I really, one thing that I would love to see in one of the spinoffs is um, a spinoff that takes place in Ashai, which is supposedly where the dragon started. I mean, I've been doing some research on Ashai, which maybe we'll do an Ashai episode. That would be cool. Um. There's not a ton on it, but uh, I was nerding out while I was putting together a bed. And uh, that's why the bed took me 12 hours to put right. together. <laughs> but um, I think that somewhere in like a shy, maybe, um, there's more eggs. And then we had that uh, chick with the mask. What's her name? That gave Danny the prophecies. I don't remember her name. Mass check with crazy names. Yeah. 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 Um, But she said, like, to go, well, I shouldn't even quote it, but to go west, you must go east, and to go this way, you must go that way. And Mm -hmm. it was, like, pretty much opposites. And so Danny was like, well, what will I find in a shy that I can't find here in Essos? And she said, like, truth or something Mm -hmm. like that. Anyway. Come here for the facts, folks, we always say. But <laughs> I think that... Uh, but do you, like, okay, with that, we're never going to find that out. Do you think Danny, one episode's going to be like, hold on, I need, I know what I need to go do. I need to go do a shy. And then in one episode, she's going to find out everything she needs and come back. Like, Oh, Quaith. What if Quaith shows up in Westeros? What if Melisandre went to go get Quaith and Quaith has more eggs? And then who knows? I, I, you know, I, it sounds like a bad idea, but I'm not a writer. They could put together something that would be believable. Yeah. I, I mean, they, they put together chains coming out of the deep blue ocean of water <laughs> that John fell into, pulling out that dragon. But anyway, I don't think there'll be more dragons in, in this series. I'm not going to rule it out, though. I think that would be a cool finale. And then it ends. These dragons hatch. Beep. Yeah. And then it's like, and that's a wrap, folks. Yeah. No more Game of Thrones. Um, I could see, actually, I could see like 20 years from now. 
when Corey, you have your 10 children and you're like, oh, this is a show that, that I used to watch. And then it's like old ass John, <laughs> old ass Danny. The dragons are like, they have like Fu Manchu, like white beards. <laughs> and it's like uh, a return uh, series. Yeah. I'd be like, oh my God. And everyone's going to be like, this is so gay and retro. <laughs> yeah. They'll be like, um, is there one available for my, you know, 3D goggles? My They'll chip probably... implant in my brain. Yeah. yeah. Pretty much. Um, okay. So we kind of mentioned another esoteric question I have. Melisandre. So you think she's going to go get dragons or is that just bullshit you're trying to fill me up with? No. What do you think Melisandre's doing? I think she's totally going to come back with something crazy. Something to contribute. She's The Lord of Light has had way too much to contribute to this whole series. Down from the um, Stannis stuff. Melisandre had to burn some kids. Blood magic. I mean, and in Essos, that's like the main religion. That's where the dragons came from. So there's got to be something to it. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I'm waiting for... I, I see it being like, by the time we've all forgot about Melisandre because it's so much is going on. So uh, as far as Melisandre is concerned, I see her being a part of the next uh, season. But I don't see her coming in until we've long since forgotten her. And she'll be one of those characters that kind of comes in like the dragons do, where, where you are aware that they exist, but you're so enthralled in the scene that when they come in and save the day, you're like, oh, yeah. She's back. And then right as we're so happy and cheering her on, Arya takes her face. Just kidding. I can see that. Um, <clears throat> okay, this is kind of my second part to this question before I get into my answer for it. What do you think about the Lord of Light? Um, I see the Lord of Light, the many-faced God, the old gods and the new all being the same. Just different names for the same God. Okay. It just is uh, through these different places, uh, the lens that they see their God through is what changes that uh, to the Lord of Light, the, you know... Mini phase God, et cetera, et cetera. Um, okay. So my take on it is I don't think the Lord of Light is so lighty. I think he's like the devil. Um I know, crazy. Um, let's just see what he's had people do. Hmm. Burn children. Um, decimate entire armies. He gives birth to demons. Um, he brings back people from the dead. We don't know if that was a demon. It was a shadow. Oh, yeah. Shadow, demon, not the same thing. And <laughs> <laughs> the face of Stanley Brown. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there is a great meme on um, Reddit right now, and it's, like, Brienne of Tarth, like, Hah! like, what? I haven't told you. <laughs> Renly Baratheon died in ten minutes. <laughs> Love it. I have to find it and show you it to you when we're in the car. Um, but so I, I really don't think that the Lord of Light is g- necessarily good 
Um, I think that there are certain things that align with people that have a noble cause. Like, yeah, you know, um, if the devil wants to, you know, reign, then probably all the dead people can't take over the earth. Right. Um, so I think that is like, okay, yeah, you know, Lord of Light wants to get rid of that. That's a, that's a great purpose. But the other stuff that he's done is pretty fucking iffy to me. Um, I can kind of see this Night King situation being taken care of. And then maybe Melisandre coming back and being like, um, the Lord of Light helped you out a lot. You have to do this. And that being kind of another issue. And then maybe Arya. Can I just say that if I don't find out what the hell is Melisandre's deal with her, I woke up like this necklace. I'm going to be really upset. You know what I mean? Like, you want isn't that? Yeah, but necklace is just another thing that's like, do you think any god that's like a just god is going to be like, oh yeah, um, I should let this agent of mine wear this necklace and live basically to be immortal when she's an old, disgusting hag? Like, no. That's my kind of god. I mean, hey. Give me beauty. Tell I mean, we're designing that, I'm just saying old. it's probably not completely just god. Um, so yeah, I think it's it's interesting for sure. No, an unjust god would be <laughs> letting you get old and decrepit by the time you have money well, enough to do anything. Well, that's the thing. She anything. like can't sleep with it on. Well, maybe it's She's just like, like oh, well, it's just like any bones. chick. When you get ready for bed, you gotta wipe wipe off the war paint and take down your hair. I know I I, <laughs> I look a whole lot better after I put on my necklace every morning. Pearl necklace. I'll never tell. <laughs> it's great Jamie. for your skin. <laughs> Jamie. Ooh. Um, You're dirty. We're never gonna get sponsors with you on this podcast. <laughs> Okay, so to wrap things up um, here for the kind of final questions and the wrap-up of the season, I want to know a couple things from you. So, A, I want to know your favorite moment of the season, who you think is going to be the first to die this next season, if there's going to be any other romances, and if you have any final thoughts. Um, geez, that was a lot. That's a lot. Favorite moment of the season. Hmm... Hmm. I don't know. There's, I mean, instantly what I want to go to is that moment when um, the dragons first came onto the battlefield to fight. That was really, really cool. Was it episode four? Mm, it's whatever one with Black Water Rush. Yeah. Yeah. And that was so cool. It just gave me goosebumps and then when john first met the dragon it's got to be a dragon something yeah oh mine's a dragon something for sure you make it sound dirty whatever it is (laughs) no um my favorite moment was um kind of it was a real swing up and then a swing down real bad um when danny first gets on drogan and takes the all three dragons to go and save snow and then loses one of her dragons the initial her going to save them i was like fuck yes fuck yes and she like drips off the cliff and you see like Tyrion left behind and the two dragons kind of go up and go down oh 
gave me chills. I loved it. Yeah, that was a really cool scene. I like I like the one at Dragonstone where John like is standing on the edge brooding as John does and then the dragon comes and lands right down next to him and he gets to pet it in its nostril and that was the best part. <laughs> that was the, the best part dogie. of all season. Okay. So Any who... reason why you didn't say that you loved Danny and John getting together? Oh, I mean, I loved one part of that a lot. <laughs> More than others, like everyone else. Yeah. The nasty ass. Um, okay, well, who do you think is going to be the first to die in this new season? First to die. Hmm. I'm going to think about this for a second, so you're going to probably have to edit some of this. This is fine. Um, hmm. I kind of feel like it's going to be, this is the big last season, so I think the first episode will have somebody die that's like gonna rip your heart out not jamie but (laughs) jamie will never die (laughs) anyone else no i have a feeling it's gonna be somebody major like um davos or like um maybe a stark oh any idea on which stark well um (laughs) (laughs) no um Maybe not a Stark. I know there's going to be there's going to be at least one or two Starks that die this season, for sure. And um, maybe the maybe the Hound dies first episode. I don't know. It's going to be somebody is going to die that it's going to be a tough one to take, tough pill to swallow. What about you, Corey? Um, so, as I guess every time, Jorah. But this time I think we have a preface for it. Because remember, we have Jorah is talking about, you know, what should they do? Should she sail a ship? Should she just fly there? Um, and I think it's him that says, oh, you know, they're going to see your white Targaryen hair and they're going to want to kill you right away. And I think that might be a little foreshadowing. I think that if Jorah dies, he's di- he's dying saving Danny. That's yeah, that's my guess too. So I think that they're both gonna die at the same time. That's my prediction, based on nothing. But <laughs> that's my <Great>. prediction. <laughs> yeah, no, I I think he'll definitely be trying to save her, but I do think he might be the first to go. He's a little precarious. Do you think Danny's gonna die? I don't know. I don't think so. You don't think so at all? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I can't. I just can't picture. I need to see where it's going. You know what I mean? Who do you think... Okay. Who do you think is going to be the next up-and-coming romance here? Jamie and Brian. One can only hope. Okay. I like that. Um, what about you? So this one... I must say, I was digging through Reddit and I was looking at some theories... <clears throat> oh, cheater. But I think Robin actually looks pretty fine now. Robin. Robin Aaron. The one that was sucking on his mom's He tit. actually is kind of hot now. So Corny. And remember they went off and he did some training. Do you need some eye drops? 
I think maybe he's going to get together with either Arya or Sansa. So you're still into the cousins? Yeah. Is this show normalizing incest? Yeah. Duh. Mm. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I want to say actually brand too, but you took it, so. Oh, you can say the same thing. What? We can't agree? People are going to be like, why do these people do the podcast together? They, they should talk to each other before shit. they do this shit. <laughs> um, yeah, I think, I think, I think Robin needs to go with someone though. I think the, the Lord of the Vale needs. Because now there's no Lord of the Vale, right? So he has to take over. He would be the Lord of the Vale. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. You so, mean he needs to form an alliance? Yeah. I think he needs to. He's going to be of age. I think like, he, by the time that happens, it's going to be like 12 years from now. I think he needs to form an alliance with Liana Mormont because he needs somebody with some balls. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Okay. So we hear that there's going to be a couple of spinoff series in the works. So once Game of Thrones is over, it won't be the end of Game of Thrones. It'll just be the end of this Game of Thrones. If you could pick any Game of Thrones spinoff to make, what would you make and why? I want one about a shy. And why? And when would this take place? Um, I would like a prequel about the land of a shy when um, dragons were alive and well in the universe and from what i was reading about ashai it's like a really cool like dark place and um everything's made out of these black stones that are like greasy and absorb light greasy you said greasy black stones (laughs) but it sounds like a really cool interesting place and i bet you a lot of weird things could um take place there melisandre's from there um, Quaith, who we saw in Game of Thrones that prophesied uh, for Danny, she was from she was from there too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, she had the weird, crazy mask. <clears throat> yeah, but I feel like that would be a really interesting place to uh, have a set for the whatever the spinoffs are for Game of Thrones. Um, that's really my number one pick. It just seems like pretty cool mm-hmm. they could have a lot of weird stuff go on there yeah, what about you sure. um if your young Greyjoy was not such a fucking asshole i would have loved to see like him in his younger years like sailing around like simbad on the seven seas and getting to see all these different areas oh yeah that's really um but he's a complete asshole and probably will be the doom of everything so um no go on that um i would really like to see um like valeria before the doom and maybe like set the doom of valeria like as the main kind of like, you know, um, antagonist to the whole series for that part. I think that'd be really cool. We get to see dragons. We get to learn more about Valeria, see their culture. Mm -hmm. It's over a completely different area. We could even see how, how soon after the doom of Valeria did, uh, uh, what's his face come over? Who's what's his face? Fucking the first Targaryen. What's his face? Oh, um egg on the conqueror okay so yeah we would i mean when did that happen after the doom yeah was that long after the doom no 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 i think 
what happened is he either it happened right after the doom or right before right before and that's why he was like the only one with dragons left hmm yeah so that would be very interesting i feel like you know you have a lot to go on you'd have a lot of different set locations that we haven't explored before you'd have a lot of characters that we could play with that You'd see have. the ancestors of, like, the Starks. Yeah, everything. for sure. And I think a lot of stuff that, too, we could introduce people that wouldn't necessarily... They could be really interesting. Because this is the thing, right? HBO is kind of in this... They painted themselves in this corner where it's like, okay, we know a rough framework what George is going to do. But if we go into any detail about anything else, we could fuck ourselves because it's going to be completely different than the books. And I think that would be a really nice way to be able to do that and do some offshoots of story and not be like, oh, shit, it's not canon. Like, Would you like to pick things up where we leave off if we have the opportunity in the future if George finishes these books? Oh, my God, so much. So much, yeah. In a no. second. I would pay, I would pay, I would pay $500. I'm not even kidding. Yes, I yeah. believe that you would pay that. <laughs> I'm just saying, as a regular watcher of the show. Oh, five hundred dollars. I mean, with inflation, <laughs> it's a it's a Trump presidency. So oh, mm, yes. So um, piggybacking off of that answer, how much in the future would you like to go? Would you like to start it off right where they left off, or would you mind like Danny is a grandma or dead or whoever's left because <laughs> we don't yeah. we don't yeah. know who's yeah we have no idea what's going on yeah but would it you, totally depends i would you start with like a like a generation or two after whatever happens here well how long are we thinking it's gonna take dear old george to finish these um like let's see would you start where Arya is melisandre's age <laughs> hmm. um no at <laughs> that point i think it's a moot point unless she has everyone has those necklaces <laughs> Yeah. Oh, nice necklace. Where'd you get it, Melisandre? Oh, nice necklace. When you you play the Game of Thrones, all you get is this funky necklace. Yeah, I don't know. It really depends. I would. I'm just so disappointed that we're not going to just go through and do it. I thought the idea that you had of seeing all these different places from the plot point of being on a Greyjoy ship—that's a really cool idea. It's just we, that is such a fucking person that we hate, you know? Well, it could be, um, I mean, they're all pretty much assholes, yeah. the uh, Greyjoys. But you could start with, like, maybe the dad who is not mm-hmm. quite, like, such an asshole. I don't know. They're well, all pretty. Uh, and I don't remember, I think this was, like, our very first episode we did for the Game of Thrones, like, and we kind of did an intro, but we were talking about all the great swords, all the mm-hmm. Valyrian steel. And we were saying how some of them have been lost, and there were expeditions that a lot of them went and did. Um, like, the Lannisters did an expedition to do it. There was a Targaryen that went to go find a lost one. We could also maybe piggyback off that, where we're not necessarily on a pirate ship, but we're on an expedition to go and find something. That would be kind of interesting, too. I'd like to see... Or... <clears throat> I think it would be a good idea if they covered the Faceless Men in one of their spinoffs because that would be really interesting i'm kind of done with the faceless men to be honest really yeah i mean like you know what i want to see more of hold the mic here for john just a snow's second. ass yeah I, okay first of all it is not <laughs> acceptable for us not to see john snow's dick <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> 
That ass is great. I want the dick. <laughs> Give me that D. Um, John's initials. John D. Yeah. Just saying. Snow. Now it's JD. Targaryen. John Targaryen. Yeah. This is Aegon. one thing we need to decide on too. How? Whatever the fuck are we calling him? <laughs> are we calling him Aegon Targaryen? Are we calling him Aegon Snow? Are we calling him Jon Snow? Are we calling him Aegon Snow? Um, John T. Johnny T. I like John T. It makes sense. Anyways, fuck. Where was I going with that? You're talking about Johnny T gets the D. <laughs> Would that be? Hells ye. <laughs> uh, fuck. I don't remember what I was going to say. I got distracted by ass. <laughs> ah, you're an asshole. <laughs> what were we saying right before that? Speaking of asshole. <laughs> um. <laughs> Fucking seriously, though. We were. Ta- you said you were over faceless man, and you said you know what okay. I would yeah. want to see more okay. of. This is what and I, I want to see. John Snow's <laughs> This is what I want to see more of. A old town, right? This tower. We have this flame in it. This crazy jewel. Like when we go over the credits, we see that there's something amazing inside, like a little treasure. We never see that, right? I want to fucking know about that. What the fuck? Doom of Valyria. I want to see more about this. What the fuck? Um, the Wastes of the North. We saw the Night's King come from there with his pillars and this magic. Like, we better fucking find out some of this shit. Like, this is the stuff that I love, but I need to fucking know about. I don't want a scene. If it's just like the scene that we got from the One-Eyed Raven, like, oh, here, here's all this. There you go. I'm going to be disappointed. I need more than that. So, if it takes the other series to do that, I'm fine with it. But I want an explanation for some of it. There's also a battle um, that the Targaryens had with other Targaryens, and it was like a big dragon battle. That would be cool really to see. cool, yeah. And now the HBO has all this money from Game of Thrones being so successful. Yeah. <clears throat> but it's just like, I don't like to see animals fight, so probably don't like dragons. to see dragons oh, fight. I love dragons. Like nah, not the dragons. <laughs> not their CGI faces. Yeah, I don't know. I That's one thing, too. Like, when I mentioned, you know, do you think that Essos has winter is... I really hate winter. Maybe it's because I live in Alaska, but I don't want to watch something continuously in winter. So, if this winter's supposed to last for ten years... You know what I mean? I think that has a lot to do with if they destroy the Night's King or not. It so. just disappears and then they never have winter again. Yeah, Night that King seems like a very storm. that seems like global warming on a very horrible level. Oh, well, there's now there's just no winter. Congratulations. Yep, yep that's how they had to um, handle it in Essos. Can we do that in Alaska? Yeah, where's the, the where's the Night King? King? So. Let's speculate on how we think this all will turn out. I know we don't have a lot to go on, but knowing what you know about George R.R. Martin, do you feel like this is going to give us a happy ending? Do you feel like it's going to be a bittersweet ending? Or do you think it's going to be a totally, like, just horrible ending? Let me pause at this. Do you think this is going to have anything to do with George's ending? Yeah. I feel like they had bullet points of, like, where he was going with this, and it's probably going to end up in the same place, even if it doesn't um, take the same path to get there. Mm -hmm. 
Okay. I think it would be dumb if it didn't, if, if he was just like, make your own ending. I'm going to make mine. Mm-hmm. I think he has a feeling he knows how it's going. Well, <clears throat> so this is like kind of pretty anecdotal and not the same thing, but there's a, there's an anime called Full Metal Alchemist. And it was based on anime book called Magna that this person drew. And same thing happened. Like, it took off. It was an amazing success. And they decided to do an anime about it. And so they started doing an anime, but, like, the book wasn't done. And so the people doing the anime were like, well, we're we're done. Like, we have to keep on going. So they just made up a story. And the story fucking sucked. The ending was completely different. And then they remade it the way that it actually ended in the book. And it was amazing. Um, and so I just kind of am like, eh. Like... Believe me, I love Game of Thrones. I think HBO is awesome. I think what they're doing so far is awesome, but I just don't know how faithful they're going to be to that. I I mean, I really don't think that they're going to be the type that come up with something completely outlandish on their own. I think George has a way. I just feel like it's right it now. In. It's been a little fan servicey. <clears throat> I feel like this entire last season was fan servicey. We really didn't have that many people die. And I almost feel like that's because us as fans were like, man, no. Like, well, I think to and they have an obligation to tell this story to the end. And I think probably their goal, number one, was to be on uh, to to basically check items off the list of George has a list of like, just say, just say 14 things for mm-hmm. um, that are going to happen on the way to whatever he has happened for the end. Doesn't matter how you get there. You might even, you know, combine, uh, you know. Plot points, yeah. Yeah, 17 and 18 into one plot point, or, you know, what I'm saying. And I think along the way, maybe they're still holding on to hope that he'll finish or get a little more done to the point that they'll be able to write some of this into the last season. Maybe that's also another reason that they're pushing it back. As well as, you know, you have to have winter, you have to have, you know, the the story yeah. flowing, and they want to give as much time for that as possible. But maybe he's at a pivotal point where they don't know if he's going to kill off a main character for sure or not, and maybe by kind of waiting to do those kills, they can be more true to George's story. I don't know. But... And if they can do that and be fan servicey, why not? Yeah, I see that. For sure. Um, yeah, the way I see this working out is... I have no idea. <laughs> I mean, I think probably what's going to happen is they're going to have a battle with um, the White Walkers and the, the Night King. It's not going to go good. It's going to be severely decimated. They're going to retreat. They're then going to be basically between the Night's King and Circe. Um, they're going to have to do something to Circe. I feel like there's going to be a betrayal either from Jamie betraying Circe or Tyrion betraying um, Danny and John. That's going to happen. Because of that, a sacrifice is going to have to be made. Whether it's a dragon, whether it's Danny's life, whether it's John's life, I'm not sure. I think that's going to happen. That's going to make the survivors so determined and spiteful and need revenge 
against the Night's King and Cersei or whatever, that they're going to go be a badass and do all of that. And, it, and they're going to be fucking alone with a baby. Do you think that um, the um, undead dragon is going to be put down permanently? Yeah. But I think it's going to be, that's probably how they're going to kill the Night King. Oh, like when they take out the Night King, mm-hmm. it takes out everything. Or, or like he's on the dragon, they take down the dragon, the dragon takes down the Night King. Do he you... doesn't, we already know the Night King, it cannot be hurt by fire, right? Correct. So what about drowning him? Hmm. I mean, if he's over on a dragon, they're flying on the sea. Interesting. I don't know. That's just what I see happening. Do you think Danny's going to lose all of her dragons? Um, I feel like I don't know. See, this you know, is why this is why that, I was she did drop that Easter egg or foreshadowing like without without dragons we were nothing. Yeah. So, well, and I, I feel I don't feel like they're all going to be lost by any means. But my, that's why I was asking before. Do you feel like those dragons could possibly reproduce? I don't know. I mean, they were kind of like non-traditionally hatched themselves. Yeah. I know. I'm just, that's what I'm wondering, you know, how long do dragons, this is the other thing, I like knowing about dragons, I want to fucking know more about these goddamn <laughs> I dragons. I need a dragon episode solely on dragons. Yeah. <laughs> that's what YouTube's for. I know, I just, I want to know, like, how long do they usually live for, how long do Until they reproduce, the King like, stabs them. yeah, uh, I don't know. I just need to know more. I, for right now, I'm, I feel so inconclusive about what to do, but I do feel like there will be sacrifice to be made. And I think we've really foreshadowed the fact that no one's fucking getting down here happy. Like, mm-mm. if you want what you want, and you, like, this ideal of a perfect kingdom and not the fucking wheel of power cycling every fucking forever, then you're going to have to make the ultimate sacrifice. And then, um, suppose that the Night's King is defeated... And, um, you know, all of the walkers, white walkers, die with him. Where do they go from there? What do you mean? Like, how does the series end from there? Like, is that just the last scene? You see his dead, his now permanently dead body just Mm -hmm. drop. And then that's where the credits roll? Or do we actually take that at the beginning of an episode or the end of the second to the last episode and then use the last episode to kind of draw conclusions to all of these characters. Oh, I don't dude. That's what I, this is why it should not be only six episodes. <laughs> like it seems insane. I don't know. Do you, are you in the impression that they deal with the Night's King first and then, um, they're going to deal with Cersei slash make sure the kingdom's in order. Or do you think that all happens in a night, a little bow. And the final thing is they kill the Night's King. Um, I think they're, kind of going to have to work on these simultaneously. Yeah, me too. Because uh, Night's King, is he's crossed that wall now. So it's not like he, there's any more time to quote-unquote deal with Cersei. Yeah. You know, the um, for all I know, 
Cersei and the Night King could form an alliance, and next thing you know... Put that baby on a stump. <laughs> for real. <laughs> but how scary would that be? You have Cersei and the Night's King boot up. Then you have undead elephants and <laughs> mercenaries. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. It's, I don't know. I don't know how it's going to end for anyone, but... <clears throat> I don't see John permanently dying. I mean, I could, but before that, I would see Danny dying. Wouldn't it blow your mind if she died episode one? She dies in childbirth. That's not going to be the first episode. But I could I see that happening. Knock your knock your socks off. Something's going to happen in that first episode. And they have everything leading up to... Um, I mean, this last episode, the Night's King and all the soldiers of the the Night's King crossing that wall. We have all of our heroes, Danny, John, Tyrion, Jamie. Everyone's going north. Um, Littlefinger's dead, but we have uh, Sansa and Arya up there. Like, everyone who's anybody is heading up north or already there, except for... Um, Cersei's not. Cersei's staying her ass where she's at. She's like, I'm gonna wait it out like yeah. Euron. Peace. Uh, we have I told Euron. you I'd go on vacation. <laughs> we have Euron coming back, and for all we know, Euron could be like, Yeah, you guys, mm-hmm, you're working for me. This chick, kill her first. And yeah, you know, the way that he made it sound, I mean, he sounded a little too believable when he saw that uh white walker and told danny like hey you and i can wait it out on our islands and he made that alliance with cersei i know i've said this before but he made that alliance with cersei before he actually saw a white walker yeah well and the other thing about the fucking euron is he's a shady fuck he doesn't even he killed his own brother so what the fucking does an agreement with a mad queen make? and she like? hasn't given him anything no she hasn't he you know not to mention she has a baby mm-hmm. so um I don't know if he thinks like that, but I think most male rulers are going to want an heir. Mm-hmm. And to go, okay, well, you've already had three kids. They're all dead. You have <laughs> one with your brother that you're openly talking about. Um, hmm. I don't know about that. Like, yeah. You have some weird thing going on at the mountain because it seems like you. <laughs> like, ooh, yeah. The mountain. Creepy. Yeah, I don't know. Interesting. Anything else? No. Okay. I think that about does it. Okay. Well, that's going to wrap it up for our conclusion episode for season seven of Game of Thrones. Um, as always, you can always go to our website at to be perfectly There you can check out all of our social media, check up on what we're doing, and see the schedule for what's coming up. Um, We are going to be doing a review of season one. The way it's going to work is Anel and I are basically going to be watching the episodes kind of with a fresh take. We're going to be acting like we've never seen them before. Um, So for the first, um, probably going to be about 45 minute episodes to an hour. First about 30 minutes, we're going to be talking about the episode as if we've never seen the series before. Um, after that, we're going to say, Hey, this is going to be a spoiler section. And we're going to go in with the set of mind that we've already seen all of them. Like we have, um, I think it's going to be something really awesome. I look forward to it. I know more and more people every day are going, I'm starting game of Thrones. 
I have no one to talk about it with because everyone else I know has already finished it and I don't want to get spoiled. So I think this is going to be a really good outlet. It's also going to be a really good refresher for you guys, especially if you are Game of Thrones crazy like we are and there's something coming out. This is going to be a really good outlet to watch them because I know sometimes you're like, oh, I, I really want to start them over, but it's kind of this daunting task. And we're here for you. Folks. We're here for you. So um, look for that. Um, they're not going to be coming out on a certain date. We're kind of kind of be doing them as soon as possible. Sometimes we'll drop a couple in a week. Sometimes we'll do one every other week. So just check that out. We'll have a schedule up and we're going to try to get some guest people on as well. That way we get a couple different opinions besides just our own because we know you guys love our voices. But yeah, if you guys have any comments or any suggestions, we'd love to hear it. Just contact us at to be perfectly honest podcast at gmail.com. Okay, well, with that, this is the final episode of Season 7, Game of Thrones, to be perfectly honest. Fret not, because we will be going back through the episodes, but just so you don't be sad. Don't cry for us, Game of Thrones fans. The truth is, we never left you (laughs) all through 2018. Till 2019. Come on, George R. R. Martin. We need another book. Just want to let you guys know that we still have the pod pack up. Um, That is in combination with Bald Move and some other podcasts. All you have to do is go over to Indiegogo and type in pod pack and we'll pop up. Or go to tinyurl slash perfectly honest. Uh, you can get our podcasts along with Bald Moves and J, Jack, and Nick's Game of Thrones podcast all in a pack for $4. Or you can get all the podcasts produced by multiple different uh, members of the community. Only $9. What a value. And that goes to a great charity. And we would love to hear comments about it and see what you guys think because it's something a little bit different than what we normally do. Way different. Um, once again, if you want to see that, go over to Indiegogo and type in PodPack or go to tinyurl.com slash perfectly honest. Guaranteed to cure your Game of Thrones hangover. That's it for this week's episode. Make sure you subscribe and rate us on iTunes. That way you get the content as soon as it comes out and follow us on our social media. As always, I'm Corey. I'm Anel. And be perfectly honest. <laughs>